Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Your Exhilarating Life Podcast. Today is Money Monday, and so you know what we are going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the place where we make our money work. So I would like to today just take some time in talking about bullying in the workplace. You know, we very often forget that there are a lot of adult bullies out there. And unfortunately, many of us run into these people while we are on our jobs, trying to make a living for our families and trying to do a good job. And in most cases, trying to be a good person. And so I want to talk about bullying in the workplace because it just isn't talked about very often. And most adults believe that they have to put up with these people or they have to endure this bullying that occurs in the workplace. And that simply is not true. And first, it's important that we define bullying. What is bullying? You know, we, we usually talk about uh, bullying uh, as it relates to our young people. You know, there's programs and such being implemented into schools in which uh, they teach children about bullies and how to handle bullies and not to bully. But we forget that the biggest bullies are usually beyond childhood and they make excuses for their behavior and they call it something else, of course, you know, and we could go on and on about what that looks like. For some, it's they're keeping it real. They're keeping it 100. And for some, they don't take anything from anyone. And for some, it, it's something else. You know, we could go on and on about the excuses that adult bullies in the workplace use to intimidate other people. So the definition of bullying basically is it's behavior that threatens another person or that intimidates another person or that is uh, an opportunity to mistreat someone and usually someone that they see as vulnerable. So a bully usually attacks another person. You know, they're usually attacking the person rather than work. And you can't criticize another person's uh, work or productivity without actually criticizing or attacking them. And, and in most cases, the people that are doing most of the bullying aren't even in a position to be the person to criticize their work. You know, very often it's not even the person that's supposed to be supervising them, but sometimes it is. And we'll talk about that as well. And sometimes uh, in the workplace, adults do not report the bullying because they believe that there may either be some type of retaliation or sometimes they're embarrassed or ashamed that, you know, they can't endure it or that it hurts them. And they believe that they have to keep up this strong, uh, independent persona while they're on the workplace and not appear to be hurt or intimidated in any way. And it simply isn't true. And very often when people get into these situations, they feel alone. And I would like for you to think about, have you ever been on the receiving end of bullying in the workplace? Have you ever been in this situation? And for some people, you probably have. And you know that you have. And for some people, you probably have and you weren't aware that that was what was going on. So I'm going to give you some brief examples of bullying. Physical intimidation. 
uh, severe, unwarranted criticism and usually invalid criticism, yelling and cursing at someone, making false accusations or accusing a person of doing something that's wrong, um, not keeping them informed of what's going on or changes or important information that they need to know for their jobs. All right. And humil humiliating a person publicly, publicly is also a form of uh, bullying on the job. So uh, let's take a quick break and we'll talk more about that. Hey, we are back from our break and today is Money Monday. And on Money Mondays, we talk about work because that is where we make our money. And so today we're talking about bullying in the workplace. And right before we took our break, I gave some examples of bullying. And I just want to recap some of that and also add a few things. Physical intimidation is a form of bullying. Okay. And publicly humiliating another person is certainly a form of bullying. And when someone is engaging in some type of malicious uh, gossip or rhetoric regarding another person, that is also a form of bullying, leaving people out, uh, making jokes or fun of uh, someone for whatever the reason might be. And it's important that we understand that there is really no conclusive list of bullying, especially in the workplace, because everybody's experience is different. And it really depends on the dynamics and also the work or professional relationship, meaning whether or not it is a colleague with a lateral position, or if it's a supervisor with a position that is uh, a higher position or that is in a upper management position. But I just want to give you a few statistics on bullying in the workplace. One that's very important is that 37% of employees that work in an office of some sort have experienced bullying. Okay. And then about 49% have at least witnessed bullying. Okay. So that's, those numbers are pretty large. So 37% and 49%. So at least half of people that work in the office haven't, if they haven't been the direct um, uh, recipient of the bullying, they have witnessed bullying. And very often people don't know what to do whenever they witness bullying because most often people don't see it as bullying. It's, you know, these are adults. We're at work and it does make people uncomfortable. But when we think of bullying, we think of children. And we forget that when someone is intentionally causing uh, harm, emotional harm and suffering uh, for someone else, then that certainly does uh, fall into the category of bullying. All right. And we also have to remember that our children do what we do. So if you, they, I've always heard this saying that if you follow a bully home from school, a bully will answer the door. And that means that if their parents are bullies, most likely they will be bullies. So how were those people at work or when you were younger in school treated by their family members, by their uh, parents? And 
it's important that we understand that it's not something that we have to tolerate. And it's important that we learn what to do about the bullying whenever it does occur. And it's also important for us to remember that we might not always have the answers, but the impact that bullying has on the workplace is profound. In fact, uh, research shows that bullying in the workplace can impact productivity. So, of course, if it's impacting productivity, it's going to impact the amount of money that the company makes or doesn't make. It also results in increased absenteeism. If a person is being bullied at work, they're going to call off from work more often because there's a lot of fear and anxiety and worry that occurs just to even get themselves mentally and emotionally prepared to go to work every day. And it can impact the quality of a person's work, all right? And it also lowers the morale in the office. Let's just, you know, look at that in general. When the morale is low, then that's going to impact performance and such. And, you know, job turnover and all those things. So workers' compensation um, uh, claims and all those things are also a issue. And we're going to talk about the different types of bullies that one might experience right after this break. Hey, we are back from our break. Today is Money Monday, and we're talking about the place where we make our money, work. So we're talking about bullying in the workplace today. And I thought that it was important that we have this discussion, and we're not going to go too far into detail today. We will talk more about this down the road But I wanted to just kind of touch upon this subject just to make sure that everyone knows that this is a real problem and that there are so many different ways that bullies tend to behave and interact with other people. Sometimes they're direct and aggressive. Sometimes they're passive aggressive, you know, so and, you know, there's times when it's just subtle and there's some form of negativity and make sure that if you're dealing with this, that You do not allow anyone to make you believe or convince you that you're not being bullied. You are the one that gets to determine if that is what's happening. All right. And that should determine whether or not you report it. And so I want to mention that there are health risks that are involved with this type of interaction. When you're dealing with this at work on a daily basis, You deal with digestive issues, anxiety, depression, having a difficult time sleeping at night, sometimes even things like addiction. So just like any other thing that we experience in life that's uh, something that's causing emotional distress, it takes a toll on us physically as well. So it's important that you don't ignore whether or not this is happening to you or if you're the one that is witnessing it that you are not afraid to address it. And once again, there's different types of bullies. You know, some of them are more aggressive and and more, and some are more passive aggressive. So um, that looks different for every person. Aggressive is when they have no regard whatsoever for the other person that they are bullying, their feelings, their rights, or any of those things. They're just not considered. Okay. And usually the person that is aggressive, they're doing all of that because they have their own selfish and personal needs 
that they want to get met. And then the passive aggressive ones, typically that is usually indirect and subtle, but usually the goal is to uh, perpetuate some type of negative, you know, behavior or rhetoric in the office. All right. So some of the examples that we've talked about um, are, you know, very basic and we could go really a lot deeper with this and we're not going to do that today, but I just wanted to give you the basics on today. And, uh, you know, I've also given you some examples of bullying and what that might look like. Um, so just keep those things in mind. And I want to talk about what you can do about bullying after the break. Hey, we are back from our break. And today we are talking about bullying in the workplace. Have you experienced it? Have you witnessed it? Most people have at some point or another. And if you've ever been on the receiving end of bullying in the workplace, you understand that it's not a good place to be. It doesn't feel good. You know, very often people don't report bullying in the workplace, mostly because they're embarrassed that there is an emotional response to the behavior. And very often individuals believe that they should be able to endure it and they are, like I said, very ashamed or embarrassed that they are afraid or that they feel sad or anxious about the person, the behavior, or even coming to work altogether. So let's talk about some things you can do to deal with bullying. Now, one of the things, the most important thing is just recognizing and being aware that that's what's happening. Call bullying what it is. Don't call it something else. It's not messing around or joking around or making fun or having fun. If it doesn't feel like fun and it doesn't feel like a joke, more than likely it's not. So call it what it is. And then also understand that there's nothing that you can do or not do to cause this type of behavior. Even if you've been imperfect as an employee, which everyone has, it should not result in being on the receiving end of such humiliating behavior, okay? And then also make sure that you realize that it's critical that you write down what is occurring, the who, what, why, when, and where. You need to document this behavior and you need to do it early on because if you wait until later, then, you know, and you have to report it at some point because there's something going on uh, that's become more serious, you don't have a leg to stand on. So it's always important, like early on, that you start to write down what's happening, who witnessed it, who was around, what was said, what was done, what your response was, the date, the time, the environment, and everything. And I would encourage you to report the behavior to the staff that you need to report it to. So find out who is responsible for handling such grievances and report the behavior. And it's important that you do that because if for some reason it gets out of control, you already have a history that's established with this person or with this behavior and you're not having to go back and backtrack and prove that this has been an ongoing or habitual issue. All right. So I don't want to go too deep into this today because we'll talk more about this 
uh, in the future. Like I said, I have been in the on the receiving end of bullying back when I worked for the state of Illinois. And I really, after I left, regretted not reporting the behavior because it was distressing for me. And I endured it. And there were some of my coworkers there that witnessed the behavior as well. And for the most part, I tried to endure it. But the person that was uh, doing the behavior, doing the bullying, their goal was to see me crack, to make me break. And they didn't uh, like the fact that I was who I was and how I was. And they pushed every button they could. And there were times when they pushed me to the limit. And, and I could see the satisfaction on that person's face whenever they did. And I did nothing, nothing but be nice to that person. But for some reason, they got pleasure and joy out of it. And I definitely regret not having reported it. But, you know, either way, I left there after five years and I never looked back. So, um, and to be honest with you, I believe if it weren't for that bully that I experienced there, I probably would have stayed with there with that job and I wouldn't be in my my dream career. So in some ways, I thank that bully for bullying me to the extent that I knew that I couldn't stay there beyond the time that I did. So but report the behavior. All right. And remember that positive thinking goes a long way. And we'll talk a little bit more about that positive thinking uh, after the break. Hey guys, we're wrapping this thing up on bullying in the workplace. And today we've covered some very basic points regarding bullying in the workplace. And I just want to recap a couple of things, but also make a few very important points before we finish. And just, uh, in general, as a reminder, what bullying in the workplace is. I'm going to refer to an article that I read on healthline.com that had some very interesting information on it. And uh, they gave some examples of bullying in the workplace that include overly harsh or unjust criticism, being uh, purposely misled about work duties or deadlines or clear directions. Uh, If it's from a supervisor, continued denial of requests for time off without a valid reason, uh, threats, humiliation, and other verbal abuse, being the target of practical jokes and such. And those are just a few examples. But I do want to mention that criticism or monitoring isn't always bullying. Uh, Sometimes that constructive criticism and monitoring is just what your supervisor or boss is supposed to be doing. So if it's excessive and it's not fitting uh, to the situation or to the company policy or comparative to what other employees are experiencing, then you might want to look at whether or not some bullying is occurring. And then the next thing that I want to mention is that there are some early warning signs of bullying that you want to pay attention to, uh, like being left out of office culture or parties or lunches and such. Um, a coworker that gets really quiet when you walk out of the room or when you walk in the room, they ignore you. So are they walking away or do they get quiet? Uh, what happens when you walk in the room? And uh, there's so many other early warning signs that you could pay attention to, like giving uh, someone giving pointless tasks and assignments and then criticizing you when you can't uh, perform them or conduct them. That is another potential sign. 
So, um, like I said, just that excessive monitoring and such is important. But I want to really make a, a, a focus our attention on this particular article as the uh, the with the point that they talked about on who gets bullied the most. This uh, article talks about some research that was conducted in 2017, and they state that anyone can bully someone else. Okay, and they received some information from uh, the Workplace Bullying Institute, and uh, they say about 70% uh, of bullies are male and about 30% are female, and both male and female bullies are more likely to target women. And that 61% of bullying comes from bosses or supervisors, 33% comes from coworkers, and the remaining 6% occurs when people at a lower employment level bullies their supervisors or people above them. So this would be that 6% the supervisor getting bullied by their employees. And yes, that is a thing that does happen. So, but as you can see, uh, you know, where that typically occurs. And then protected groups are usually bullied more frequently. Uh, this study also showed that only 19% of people who are bullied were white. And so if that is the case, uh, then, you know, because 19%, that's a really low percentage. So then that says that 81% of people that are bullied in the workplace are people of color. And since we also know that women are more likely to be the target, women of color are the likely target of bullying in the workplace. That is profound. And we will revisit that at some point, but I wanted to make sure that we uh, pointed that out before we finished up today. So just remember, bullying in the workplace is something that happens frequently it is a real problem and it interferes with productivity and office morale and just overall the company's ability to make money so let's take a break we're just about done here we're going to cover a couple more points and then we're going to finish up hey we are wrapping this thing up on bullying in the workplace and I just want to make a few final points before we finish up today's episode. And the last thing I want to talk about is how bullying can affect a person's uh, health. And first and foremost, a person's physical health. Very often, people that are being bullied at work feel sick or anxious before going to work and whenever they're even thinking about work, believe it or not. In addition to that, some of them have a very difficult time waking up or getting a quality of sleep at night, usually because they're uh, thinking about or they're anxious about or they're fearing work. And people that have uh, this uh, physical impact from bullying at work very often have uh, a higher risk of things like diabetes and digestive issues and high blood pressure. And it may be because, of course, the stress hormones, cortisol and such, are usually activated more than someone who's not experiencing this. And it may also be uh, because there are some unhealthy coping skills that are going on. Maybe they're going to the vending machines more at work. Or maybe whenever they're getting off of work, they're so exhausted from trying to 
cope and function throughout the day and survive that they're not engaging in healthy habits once they get off of work or when uh, they're not at work because they're using all their energy and efforts to uh, exist at work and to get through that. And then some of the mental health effects are uh, just overthinking quite often and having low self-esteem and increased risk for uh, disorders such as anxiety and depression and just always needing to recover. Recover from the stress of it all is something that a lot of people that deal with uh, bullying at work uh, happen to deal with. And unfortunately, some people have suicidal thoughts, self-doubt and things like that. So there's a lot that comes with it. Now, how does bullying impact the overall flow of the workplace? Well, I mentioned earlier that productivity and such and absenteeism can become issues, but financial loss is also something that uh, a lot of companies deal with. And a lot of of that financial loss is a result of uh, legal costs that uh, from investigations and court costs and such from such behavior. And sometimes that financial distress also comes from uh, high turnover rates and poor team dynamics and just a lack of overall morale and trust in the office. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, uh, decreased productivity. So once again, if you are experiencing bullying at work, it is very critical that you report the bullying, that you document it first, you call it what it is and document it, that you, if there's any evidence that you save that evidence, that you report it, and also that you confront the bully. If you know the person that's bullying you, it is an it is very powerful to be able to confront confront that person, but I encourage you to do that in the presence of someone else. So basically, have someone that you trust, whether it's a, a colleague or whomever, uh, with you whenever this occurs so that there are witnesses uh, to justify this uh, confrontation and so that you have someone that can vouch for the fact that you were not inappropriate with that person so they can't turn around and get into the victim seat. And just remember that you do have rights. There are laws against bullying in the workplace. So it's important that you remember that and that there's help out there, there's support out there, there's entire entities out there uh, that are willing to help and that can help and that's what they do. So just remember, bullying is a serious issue at work. And while a lot of companies have zero tolerance, a lot of the times it just doesn't get reported. So it's important that you do report it. And then also talk to a therapist. Get in with a therapist. Uh, A therapist such as myself or someone like me can help you to work through all of that, to look at what might be going on, how to deal with it, and to make sure that you're emotionally and mentally healthy after experiencing such a uh, unfortunate situation. So, hey, that's all I have. I'm going to let you guys go today. Hope you had a great Money Monday today. I hope you made some money. This was the first Money Monday of 2022. So, hey, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you tomorrow on Self-Care Tuesday.